Locomotion, episode 13. This week we're going to be talking about the Great British Bake Off and what, Downton Abbey? Anyway, this week I'm with Dave. Hello. And Sandy. Hi. And of course, as always, I'm Alan. Which, no Nick. No, no Nick, Nick today. He's a, bit, he's a bit poorly today. <laughs> I couldn't find my tiny violin, so he's, uh, he's resting, apparently. But he will be with us in spirit. <laughs> wacka wacka. So, yeah, uh, this week we watched uh, Downton Abbey, and mm-hmm. that was... Uh, Dave, do you want to introduce Downton Abbey since you started it? Yeah, I've okay. forgotten a bit about it. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, we, I was just trying to think of stuff that these guys won't have seen, but I think might enjoy. And uh, so, being nerds, they're very unlikely to see Downton Abbey, because Downton Abbey is a, a period drama... Very similar to things like um, Brideshead Revisited and some Jane Austen-style novel. So it's something I don't think these two would have gone out their way to watch. But, uh, yeah, my wife made me watch it, and I I love it. So how do you guys find it? Uh, Yeah, surprisingly enough, I enjoyed it. Yeah, the the premise from the the get-go is a bit weird and you feel like I'm missing a lot of information. But by the end of the episode, I'd realised I wasn't missing a lot. It's just no one was actually using the words to describe their situation. Uh-huh. Well, I was talking in discreet other terms and old timely phrases that have fallen out of favour. But yeah, it, and it, 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 it didn't have a classic it, yeah. introduction like, here's our cast. <laughs> it, did, it very much just dropped you into a crisis and we're like, this is happening. Yeah, yeah. Which is nice. It seemed like a very relaxed crisis. Everyone was very calm. (laughs) It's because the crisis wasn't happening to them. It was just going on. If no one's seen seen it, it opens with the Titanic crashing. And that sounds dramatic. Not not on screen, just like someone reading a newspaper going, bollocks! <laughs> Saves yeah. on the the cost of special effects, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no one gets more annoyed than a single swear word throughout the entire show. But people are obviously pissed off about this because they spend a long time talking about it and working out what's going to happen. Well, it, the, the, it's, the true travesty well, is, yeah, it's, is it's, there's no air of the the state anymore. Yeah, it, it's the problem isn't that lots of people died. It's that one the, person died. The 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 two people, um, two but people, the yeah. one person oh. that was engaged to uh, Lord Crowley's eldest daughter was gonna, they were gonna get married, and he was gonna become heir because Lord Crowley never had a male heir. And well, he's died, and now the only living heir is well, none of his family, and they don't know who to marry people off to, so no one's gonna inherit everything. So oh, no, the strange cousin from somewhere else is going to inherit everything. That comes later on. With no money. And he's amazing. That, they mention it in the first episode. That, right at oh, the end. There's this weird guy from Manchester. He's going to inherit everything. Like, Manchester? He's no also- one from Manchester is going to give my money. <laughs> and he's also a doctor. Yeah, they get really annoyed. That he's a doctor, of all things. Because these well, are really upper-class people. They're the landed gentry. And yeah, um, like- <laughs> he's not. He's middle-class. He's a doctor, which is very respectful, but not to these upper-class people. It's very hoity-toity. It is, mm. but it, it, it's... The writing, I have to say, isn't the best. But the costumes, and it's just a lot of fun, and it yeah. has Professor McGonagall in it, 
and <laughs> she's awesome and she, yeah she becomes one of my favorite characters in it mainly because i like to pretend that it's professor mcgonagall like <laughs> summering <laughs> taking holiday off yeah Hogwarts. what are you doing i'm gonna wipe some people's minds and pretend i'm their grandmother <laughs> <laughs> it makes you can't do so that cool. watch me Yeah, I think that initially uh, what put me off was how hoity-toity it was. But then yeah. about halfway through, I, I started enjoying it. it I kind of got past the fact that these were really, really posh people. And yeah, it, 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 it went well. Yeah, yeah And it, it, it's as much as you say it is, but it's really not just about these very well-off upper-class people. It's as much about their servants and mm, mm-hmm. and it's about the class that doesn't conflict. stop it being hoity toity day <laughs> but, but there's not just posh people there's also the posh people servants well, but <laughs> the stories don't just revolve around the upper class and no, they're no. just in the background the stories as much revolve around the servants yeah. and their lives and their interactions as it does around the upper class and yeah and i feel like i, I like would enjoy that, that bit yeah. I really like the the clash of uh, cultures. It's really nice in some places. I like how there are tiers of servants. Mm. Oh, you got so your that, just that one maid. It's just like, oh, you're not allowed to do anything whatsoever involving real people. Oh, she was a chef. <laughs> Is she a chef? Yeah, she was a the chef. the little yeah. yeah the kitchen yeah. staff are, she's, are lower she's a kitchen than staff. the kitchen uh, staff. Yeah, ah, the, right. uh, the maids. Yeah. yeah. And she doesn't want to touch the curtains with her sooty hands. Mm-hmm. She accidentally almost poisoned everybody. <laughs> you, I, I was really disappointed when that was resolved. I was like, this is going to be an interesting plot line. <laughs> Don't worry, they bring <laughs> it back later in another season where people get food poisoning and all that, and it's great, and hilarity and she no, yeah. it's It's not the most subtle of shows, I don't think. I mean, it's... as soon as What's-His-Face turned up, the posh gay guy. You knew, you knew he was gay. You look at him and you see that scene where they, him and that what, footman look at Tom. each other and you're just like, yeah. something's going to happen between the two of you. And then when he was like, can you show me around the house? And he's like, where is the male servant's room? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No one's going to happen here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, However yeah. much it's, it is pretty bad writing. It's fun. Uh, no, I, don't think I it's... really... Um, it's much more just about the setting and the mood I found than the writing, because the writing really isn't very good. I know. I, I think the writing is good. I just think that, like okay, maybe have the you plot to you, you haven't right. seen later on. All oh, right, I was going to say <laughs> it seemed like the the hooks between the writing and the plot don't go very well. But just like when two people have a conversation, I think it flows quite nicely. Mm. It's just this weird thing. It's a show where like it's like old timely Seinfeld. That's not a comedy. Yeah. Oh, nothing. Nothing's really happening, but you're quite interested in what's going yeah, on. Yeah, no, this I, I would breakfast. definitely agree with that. And it only gets better later on um, because, uh, yeah, so this first season, they have to deal with the Titanic sinking. And I think the second season is uh, World War One occurs. Yeah. Oh, okay. And they have to deal with that. And so you go through it. Um, yeah, so it's it's really nice how they bring in these real-time events and how they have to react to them. Because uh, then you see a lot of the servants disappearing to war. Oh. I like how they mentioned the, the, the Boer War. I think that's something that's often overlooked when you place things slightly before World War One. Yeah. The Boer War often gets forgotten about. And people are like, oh, no war. This, this, 
new thing that's no one ever been involved in before. But it's it's nice to have some sort of grounding within the boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like the um, yeah the Lord and uh, his servant Bates. Bates. I like Bates. I like Bates. Yeah, Bates, Bates, is, like Bates. Bates is such a good character. Yeah, um, he's awesome, but they have really nice interaction when you realise they surf together. Yeah, yeah. But I like him because he he, he seems no nonsense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He is. Um, Down to earth guy. And he's like the only person who's not like overly ingrained within this class structure. Yeah. Which is nice. I don't like when they had the other posh person visiting and you're just like, I don't know who's the posh person <laughs> here anymore. They have that a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, because there's so many posh people, and it gets a bit overwhelming. But it's good. It's yeah, crap, yeah. but it's good. Like, it's not. It's definitely not the best TV show I've ever seen. It's never going to be. But it's for a period drama that I was expecting to be very Jane Austen. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's her famous one that they did the shows of? Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Oh, no. But that's terrible. I tried to read Don't that. read it. It's so bad. I couldn't get past it is. the first chapter. Yeah, yeah. Really, don't yeah. read it. But um, I was expecting um, Pride and Prejudice, and I was very, very happily surprised with what I got from Downton Abbey. And I thought you guys would be as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Because yeah, it's yeah, something yeah. that neither of you would go out your way to see because it doesn't seem like like a very nerdy thing for us. I watched the, uh, uh, there's a Spanish historical drama that's basically King Henry VIII time called, uh, called Isabel. And I saw that when I was out in La Palma and that was just bollocks, partly because I couldn't speak Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that'll do it, Alan. (laughs) But you could get what was going on. You're like, right, he's the Pope. He's not the Pope. That person's banging this girl. Now, now were there subtitles? I get what's going on. These, uh, yeah, Spanish (laughs) subtitles. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you, you, you got what was going on this person's going crazy and it was it was a bit simple but it was just a bit dull at the same time because they obviously didn't have money for more than three sets so everybody kept coming to the king and queen's house <laughs> to talk even when the king and, the king and queen disappeared and they went on holiday for a bit I think they, they might have gone to fight a war I'm not entirely sure but people kept coming to their house to have conversations in front of empty thrones <laughs> what? So I was, I was, <laughs> yeah was this like um like a, a Mexican um soap or something? No, no, it's Spanish. Did like, it feel no, it's like a, a... like it's King Henry the Hates in it though? What? It's very What's dull. It called? Soap. Uh, it's like Isabel. Okay, I've never heard of it, and I don't think I'm going to watch it. Well, like it's, <laughs> nope. It's, it's Spanish. It's a Spanish historical drama. So imagine you'd watch it slightly less than you'd watch any of the English historical dramas. Mm. But yeah, I was expecting a bit of that, and it was. So much more interesting. Yeah. Despite the fact that I have less of an idea what's going on in Downton Abbey than I do in Isabel. <laughs> it's, it's very slow sometimes for Downton Abbey because it's like... Because no one says what they're thinking. But, but they're British. <laughs> Apart Brits. from Professor McGonagall, who, as we've discussed, doesn't fit in because she's a wizard. <laughs> also, the, um, the woman, the mother of the man who becomes the heir... Yes, when he he comes to join the family and uh, his mother, because um you know they, you see two people having yeah, tea at yeah. the end of the episode. Um, yeah, yeah. her, she and Crowley are um her and Professor McGonagall are just polar opposites, but they work so well together. Oh, nice. And 
Like, so is she very like nicey nice? She's very middle class. Wants to help people. Um, always oh, good. Becomes very flirty with the doctor, local doctor there. I know, weird. She, something about doctors. <laughs> and um, doctors this, doctors this. <laughs> Sorry, I'm in a musical mood today. <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm struggling to talk because I'm eating a lot of salty olives. Still, uh, uh, they're here in front of me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Okay, but yeah, they they just get this wonderful rapport where they yeah. they both don't like. Well, they they really become great friends later on, but they don't like each other. But they both have to work together a lot mm. to get the same results, and yeah, it's great fun. For anyone who's a little confused, uh, salty olives are like sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> and that's the title of the episode. Yeah, I just don't like how they look like grapes but taste nothing like grapes. And I just don't trust them. So much better than grapes. (laughs) So, Sandy, what snack foods do you usually enjoy in front of your computer? Oh, I don't usually eat in front of my computer, actually. Uh, Crisps, I guess. Crisps. No-nonsense snacks. You you know what you're getting. (laughs) Potatoes. That's it. I, I usually end up with like bagels or something in front of my desk. I try to eat, Ooh, have ice lollies, bagels. but you end up with just a, a nice oh, lolly stick oh, and, and like drips all over your hands. If you're trying to play games with a nice lolly, you, oh yeah, your lips get frozen. You end up like holding it in your mouth for playing games, and yeah, your mm. lips start hurting, and it's not the most pleasant experience. If our listeners have any recommendations for food to eat in front of your please send them into us. Yeah, feedback we'll at perfectcommotion.co.uk. Or just hit us up on Twitter. You know our handle by now. Or post them to us if they're not perishable. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. We could do like YouTube you channel us... where we taste strange foods that people have sent in. Like Leonard's channel. <laughs> Alan knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's a community <laughs> reference. Community knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, I anyway. know. I know that. <laughs> I, just, I just remembered. <laughs> Back to Downton Abbey. Uh, it's got great cinematography. The sets are great. The, the clothing is just brilliant. And later on, there's lots of... Well, the car you saw in that one is just brilliant. And it still worked. It's just cool. It's a very pretty show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. Yeah. And I'm glad that they didn't just cast really, really overly photogenic people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I think especially for the sisters, I think it would have been really weird if you just had this really pretty girl who was just trying to find the right husband and was just kept having fiancés, dumping them for no reason, or they die. That happens anyway. But the other two are really great characters. You've got um, Edith and... Sybil? Got Sybil, yeah. She's just the best character in, like, season two or three. Because, spoilers... Mm. She starts dating one of the servants. <gasps> dun, 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 dun. And it's a massive scandal. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Spoilers for everybody, but I really want to know this. Yep. Do they ever bring back the whole that guy who just randomly appeared in one episode had an affair with one of the manservants? Because that seems to be summed up in like 20 minutes. He turned up and was like, let's never do this again. Burnt all the evidence and then vanished. <laughs> well, uh, all, what they were... Yeah, um, he's about, but he's not a big character because what they weren't trying to do was... It wasn't uh, a storyline about the upper class then. That was a very much a servant one. And they needed to yeah. get across very obviously that Tom's gay. 
Yeah. And it's outlawed in Britain at that time. Mm. Oh, I didn't take it that he was he was gay from that. I took that he was just incredibly willing to do anything. Well, no, no, no from no. at the end where you see his face and he's kind of crying, yeah. you kind of got he yeah, was gay. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he's gay well, and it becomes I, very I, important. I knew that, but I thought the focus of that storyline was he was willing to do anything to mm. get a better job. Because he was, he was blackmailing a lover at that point in time. Mm. Well, they were, I guess no, it, it's much more about his... Yeah, they were yeah. just trying to set his character up. Yeah, well, like, it depends on what would come next, but... Yeah. I'm anticipating him to be a massive arsehole, <laughs> to be honest. Maybe he's just yeah, misunderstood. You're right. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're both right, aren't we? <laughs> misunderstood arsehole. <laughs> yeah. Right, now that we've talked about snack foods and Down Abbey... Oh, good segue. Really? Really is it a good segue? Oh, foods? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll edit them together so it's smooth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you for that. I won't. <laughs> so, um... Before we move on, I think we should hear what uh, Nick has to say about Downton Abbey. I like it. <laughs> so, uh, lots of intelligent conversation from you, Nick, today. Moving on. <laughs> Enough peppering insults at Nick. (laughs) (laughs) Wacka wacka. Imitation is the highest form of flattery. Yeah, so we're we're going to be talking about the Great British Bake Off, which was something Nick asked us to watch because I like it. Nick's Nick Nick is here, but he's only talking in things he's previously said, and we have recordings of. Is that true, Nick? Yeah, I thought it was. Have so we anyway. reduced Nick to, like, free catchphrases? <laughs> <laughs> well, Dave, remember that time when we just replaced you with a computer program? Let's not go into that now. <laughs> anyway, Great British Bake Off. Nick asked us to watch it. Who wants to introduce it? So this is something that Nick recommended. And it is exactly as it says in the title. It is British and it is a baking competition. What more is there to say about it? I don't know, we'll see. I I wouldn't describe it as a as a show about baking, to be honest. It's a lot of filler around Sue Perkins doing one-liner jokes. That's that's why I watched it. <laughs> so Sue Perkins comedy, but the baking is a is a bonus. Yeah, you can tell Sue Perkins doesn't give a shit about it anymore. <laughs> yeah. She's just like, what's a funny thing I can do here? Just like just I'm gonna, gonna feed these people cake. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, it's 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 just in the same vein as every other talent show-esque reality TV show we've had in the last 10 years, like your um, British, Britain's Got Talent, or your other ones that I don't really care about. It's just bad. Well, it's not even bad reality TV. It's just reality TV. Yeah, I think uh, I, I I like the had Sandy there because it was a, it was a nice contrast between everybody going oh yeah I'm baking this really nice cake. I and love Sandy's Sandy. Like, I fucking just I'll, I'll, I'll cook something. <laughs> I love Sandy, not only because of her name, <laughs> but Sandy just just didn't give a shit about it. There was that guy who was like really butchered. Was like yeah I'm just gonna I'm gonna do this like really simple this is a really simple thing to do and then you could see when they were critiquing his work he was just like oh god no everything's gone terribly wrong and then later on he was talking about other things and it was like no you were just trying to be macho for that brief five minute period and now you're just 
shown you're a bit of a dick. <laughs> and then what about Ian, the class SWAT? Mm-hmm. Third week in a row, he's expert baker. Oh, that guy, yeah. yeah. I forgot he was in the show until I saw the expert baking bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's hard to talk about the show without basically attacking people because the whole show is just it's... here's some personalities. Do you like them or not? Well, from the episode that yeah. I saw, they they all seemed okay. They didn't seem that overly yeah. dickish. Yeah, there was, there was only that. You know the guy who I'm talking about. The guy who, uh, it was the the, the blokey bloke. I think he was blonde. Oh, okay. Sure. The one who uh, a Paul. The one who made yeah. the very good cheese... Was it the cheesecake? Oh, no, the, the wind tort. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he won the wind yeah. tort bit. Yeah. Which is a Spanish-Austrian dessert that is just entirely... Yeah. You can empower to me, Al. Meringue. It looks good, though, doesn't it? I don't know. It does. That was a strange I'm not a fan of meringue. I have, a thing, no, I have a thing for food that tries to be really pretty. Okay. I just like food as it is, so when something's... Like, especially meringues. Meringues need to be easily edible, <laughs> otherwise it's a disaster. Electric sex pants. For those of you who um, don't know, which is going to be like none of you guys, I do have a big beard. <laughs> He's beardly endowed. <laughs> God damn it, Alan. Thank you, Dave. That's a, Even right, a okay. for his beard. That's this is a nice four-minute bit of gibberish. Let's and start the actual podcast. For it. Yeah. Oh, is that yeah, what the oil is? It's cannabis oil. That's mostly what it is. It's cannabis oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Weird, like, cannabinoid oil. I don't know what it is. Something. I'm recording. It's really nice, my beard. I, I, I haven't brushed it today. Your backup's recording. It. It's not up to its prime. Oh. So anyway, baking, baking and meringues. The best-looking cheesecakes were the ones that that lady made that completely collapsed everywhere. <laughs> Hello. Aww. Everyone else was looking at that, and I was like, "That's not really a cheesecake." <laughs> I I really wanted to try the like the soda ones. Yeah. 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 Just because I was interested. Yeah. What I did like about the Great British Bake Off is the humour. I guess that's what yeah, yeah. Alan's saying. It's yeah. just yeah. Sue and Mel being funny. And there's some baking in it as well. It, for, for me, if the show was on and I'm sitting there, I probably wouldn't turn it off or change channels. But it's not something I'd go find yeah, myself again. Yeah. What's the other woman called? The Sue Perkins and... Mel. Oh. Mel Gedroich. Mel. Mel, yeah. yeah. Mel, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, I always forget her name. But she, she's good as well, but it's just not... I prefer Sue Perkins. Although I think an hour of Sue Perkins would be too much. No, I, I like Mel. <laughs> Mel balances it out a bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't get what everyone loves about Mary Berry. Oh, no, she's just, like, completely up herself. <laughs> yeah, don't get it. Don't use modern inventions to cook creme brulees, because back in the 40s... <laughs> not everyone had a blowtorch. Do I have a blowtorch now? <laughs> Blowtorches are amazing. Yeah, it's just like... Oh, I could understand if you went, I'm going to make this extra difficult for you because blowtorches are too easy. But no, it was just like, we didn't have blowtorches back in the day. <laughs> sorry, and? Guys. And? <laughs> yeah. Oh, mm. I don't like her. She just seemed... Well, Did I get you to play Bastion? We're very imposing. I don't know how to credit for that. bad for the people taking part. But then I realised they brought it upon themselves and I start feeling bad. <laughs> yeah, they asked to be yeah. on the show. They're, they're enjoying it. <laughs> well, they won competitions to be on the show, didn't they? Oh, right. I have no idea. Well, because I'm guessing they just pick people like Big Brother. 
Because then you'd have like two good bakers and everyone else just like... Well, like in Big Brother, they don't just pick people. They don't have applicants and just pick like 10 random people and put them in a house. No. They screen them to make sure they get idiots in. Yeah. And I bet they do the same with the Grace at Bake Off. You've got to have the right clever of stupid baking skills. <laughs> no, I think a lot of them, they're in, in it, a lot of them seems a lot more normal than most reality TV. Yeah, I would say so, yeah. Uh... It had a bit more class to it. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that, again, that's a... It's not a hard buy to, bar to... Uh, no, no. You, they've, got to, they've got to pick a certain set of crazy people to go on. Well, there's a certain set of people who want to go on to yeah, reality yeah. TV show. I wonder how many days they take to film it, because how many hours of baking was that in one show? Oh, oof. Was it the cheesecake was four... Um, I... There was two four-hour bakes. Yeah, I th- I'm, I I'm the guessing they turn up for a weekend, do it, and then disappear for a week, and then come back and yeah. do it again. Because I think they sounded like they got told roughly what they were going to go do. Well, they, they had they knew what two of the things were. They knew what the first one and the last one was. Yeah. Because they brought their own ingredients and they were cooking things. But yeah. then mm. they, the middle one, they were just like, I don't know what it was. Yeah. Which I don't like. I don't like. I think they should either be given worse instructions... So people come up with this like plethora of weird and magical things and at the end they reveal and go, this is what it's meant to look like. <laughs> As opposed to just giving them sort of vague instructions that they can reasonably follow. But that's what they're meant to. It's just test how they're, their skill yeah. and knowledge of baking. So make this type of meringue, make that kind of meringue and put them together in this way. Yeah. That, that's what they did. Yeah. And I thought that was a really great, great idea. I think that was the best setup out of the three. I just really liked when Sandy's like snapped her lid in two for no reason. No one picked up on it. <laughs> oh She's god, like, yeah. Yeah, that was brilliant. Like, it didn't say how. Oh, I love how she decided that wasn't even a fix. She didn't accidentally break it. She's like snapping it in two. Yeah, put it in I the had oven. No idea what she was doing. I also liked when Mel put on those yeah, uh, the twills, cufflinks, yeah. cuff, uh, um, cuffs, yeah. and then she was like, "You're going to use these," and like, "Yeah." Oh, like, oh sorry. I just get them off really carefully. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, I love the face of the two two professional bakers, and they were just looking at her like she was a mad person. Yeah. <laughs> you could tell neither of them care at all, Mel or Sue. <laughs> they're there because they're getting paid. I wonder if they do it drunk. They must do. They must. Whilst you do backstage at the Great British Bake Off, eat. You've got to get an hour of show Mm. out of like twenty hours of baking. They have lots of shots (laughs) of them drinking what I thought was tea, but maybe it's just alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It used to be big in the uh, the music business that uh, there's a few music videos, and there's some great performances in there. And you talk to the the stars behind it, and they're just like, actually, I was just drunk. If you turn up for a day of filming and you're not on until like the third or fourth scene, you're just going to get drunk in the meantime because there's literally nothing else to do. <laughs> I mean, your co-stars are all off filming and you're there in your trailer by yourself and you just Matt drink. Le- yeah, Matt LeBlanc's first appearance in a anything was a music video and he was really drunk in it. I remember that from a Top Gear interview. <laughs> he was in Top Gear? Yeah, well, he was on Top Gear for starring a recently priced car. Oh, Well, that killed the conversation. I apologise. <laughs> just, just never bring up friends, Dave. It's a sore subject for all of us. The mere fact it ended. Mm-hmm. And Ross, and Ross and Rachel didn't get together in the end. It was left oh. as a... Was it left as a... No, group? was it? No. They got together. That was the weird thing. It was getting on the plane. Yeah, show. she got no? off the plane. They met back in their, in Ross's apartment where uh, Ross is shouting at his uh, 
um, phone. She's like, did you get off the plane? Yeah. And then she comes in and is like, I, I got off, off the plane. Oh, and they start making out. Mm. And then you see them again in, our, in each other's arms when they hand over the keys mm-hmm. in the last scene. Come on, man. You know, you've got to know friends. Yeah, I know, but I You're think it's out because I remembered the ending I wanted to have. <laughs> what, no. You made me sad now, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Bake mm. Off. Bake Off. What else? What else can yeah, you say off. about it? Um, I really want a meringue now. It gets stuck in your teeth. I don't like meringue now. Yeah. I like chewy oh, I meringue. I, meringue. I don't like crunchy meringue. No. I want a meringue slightly less than I want a mojito. What? A mojito no, would be good. mojito's better. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. One of Meringue less than Oh, less. Mojitos. Oh, okay. Yeah, mojitos is up on yeah. the list. Me and Sandy learned how to make mojitos. It was, it was pretty good. Pretty good. Was Not pretty enough good. rum, but still pretty good. Not enough rum. I can see why a virgin yeah. mojito would be good. So I'm going to buy some limes and some mint. You put the lime in the coconut. Mix it all up. That's not how you make a mojito. Yeah, but it's still good. <laughs> anyway, I think we've drifted far enough yeah, away from a great British Bake Off. I don't have anything else to say about it. I think I'm going to give it. I'd rather watch Casualty out of ten. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'd prefer to watch this. Yeah, I would because prefer to watch this. I quite watch like Casualty though. Fair enough. So you, all you're saying is I'd prefer to watch. I prefer to watch. Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what all rating systems are? For me, if I, I'm not a fan of baking, I I, I like desserts, but. You know, I, I would prefer savoury food. But, yeah, I just... So you'd oh, prefer really? the Great British Steak Off? If that was a thing. Oh, man, that yes. would be fantastic. Yes. Could could you watch an hour of people making steaks over and over? Only if I could sample them. <laughs> because that's like, they did three challenges each. Yeah. Was how many of them? Like, eight of them? You could do a ribeye and then a fillet and then a sirloin. <laughs> but could you, could you watch 24 steaks and... being made? Every Ooh, week a venison. for an hour a week. Oh, but then you could go like, like a tuna steak. You could hit, yeah, venison. No, but still, t- twenty-four steaks. Oh, man, <laughs> could you could you watch that? <laughs> it would have to be a one-off. I think. I think it would. Have yeah, to be yeah. A one-off. It'd have to be like a um, a Great British Bake Off special. Relief. <laughs> yeah, It'd be like yeah, a comic yeah. relief version of the Great British. We should Bake pitch off. that. We should pitch we it. We should. <laughs> Dear Lenny Henry. We should do the Great British Steak Off. And it should be, um, I don't know, who would you get to go do it? It'd have to be um, Gordon Ramsay, because he's going to have to come on and swear at everyone. (laughs) You can't have a cooking show without him swearing at someone. Is that what Great British Bake Off is missing? Gordon Ramsay swearing at them. (laughs) Oh, man, we could get Jeremy Clarkson on, because he'd be really sad and he'd be really happy back on the BBC and trying not to offend everybody. (laughs) And so you just come in and, like, like, baying him and trying to offend you, and he'd be like... That's a nice T-shirt. <laughs> did did they, have any of you seen um like on one of these comic relief things had Gordon Ramsay and James May and Gordon Ramsay challenged James May to eat a bunch of disgusting things? No, that sounds amazing. Yeah, and so he challenges like two things and they both eat them fine and then it's like rotten shark penis or something. <laughs> what? And Gordon Ramsay has to spit it out and James May's just sitting there with a smug grin, swallows it and it's just like you uh, you disappoint me, Ramsay. <laughs> So good. Nice, nice. That sounds great. It is. It, it's like a five-minute thing on YouTube. One thing I don't like about the Great British Bake Off is baking actually has a really low barrier to entry before people think you're actually really good at it. 
it's relatively simple to make a cake that people enjoy. It, it's I, I would say it's probably the most science of out of cooking. Yeah, I'd probably it's, agree. But baking, yeah, yeah, yeah just follow the yeah. recipe to a T, and then you've you've got it. Yeah, but you, you can mess up an awful lot in baking though. But yeah, if you've got the right equipment, I think it would There's be less easy. to experiment no, with. No, no, because I, I completely cocked up a lot when I was cooking. Well, that's cakes on and then, you. Like, people, it still ni- there, were still, there were nice cakes still, though. It's like, I don't have that type of sugar, so I'm just going to go with this sugar instead. Ah, uh, so you not... didn't follow the recipe. There's your problem. Yeah, but they were still good cakes. Okay. But they weren't as good as they could have been, Alan. Come on, man. This is what I'm saying. Like, there's a really low barrier to entry, and you can cock up a lot, and you still end up with. It's cake. because people like cake. It's not because it was a good cake. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I mean, like, people do like cake, so it's easy just to make a cake that that people enjoy. Yeah, yeah. You really have to be quite shit to make a really bad cake. Hmm. I say that now. I've already offended all of our audience, which is like two people. <laughs> If no one has anything else to say about the Great British Bake Off, I think this is a good time to finish up. Uh, Thanks for listening, everyone. This has been Perfect Commotion, episode 13.